guys. Welcome back to Bitchopedia. I'm your host, Becca. In today's episode, I'm going to be trying something different because I'm working on not being a perfectionist on the content that I pull out. So, or that I put out, excuse me. Oh God, that was dirty. Um, so today I don't really have like an outline. I'm kind of just going off the cuff here because I'm going to be honest. I've had a few days. I've had a few days. <laughs> I've had a rough few days. Um, there's a lot of change going on in my life. And uh, I don't like change. I'm not comfortable with it. Well, I'm not saying that because I'm changing the narrative in my mind. I am currently reprogramming my brain to love change. So I shouldn't say that. I am not used to change. Um, in the past, I have not done well adapting to change of any kind. I don't like when restaurants take food off of menus. Like I don't like even the most minimal changes to my life, to my routine, to my schedule. I'm a Virgo. I'm OCD. I am my father's child. Like I don't, I, I don't like things that are unplanned. Um, so that's something I'm working on and none of that really, well, I guess it kind of does, but some of that has to do with today's episode, but that's not really what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is, um, my, okay. So my friend Rihanna, who has been on the podcast with me, she did our very first episode. She has inspired me. And that's just a little plug for her to say how much I appreciate her. But we were talking the other day and she was talking about, um, Armchair Expert, the podcast with Dak Shepard, who I'm obsessed with. And I have a whole other podcast planned. Like I'm writing stuff out about that. So I won't go too deep into that. But the point is that I started listening to Armchair Expert. Um, and a lot of the ones I listen to don't even have Dak Shepard in them. I guess they have different, I haven't really like dived, dove into all of the content yet, um, but I have listened to a couple episodes that just poked out to me. And one of the episodes I was said I was going to write down, I'm actually going to look it up right now because I want you to know which episode it was um, that I was listening to. I was driving um, to see a friend last night and I was like, it's fine. I'll catch up on my podcast. Um, let's see. Oh no, I don't know how to say, I wish there was a way you could see like previously played because there's no telling how far I went back. Anyway, while I'm looking for that, um, we, well, I'll get back to that. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Let's see. Cause they have different segments. I should have done this, I guess, to prepare before, but they have different segments. Um, okay. Mono, it's from March 4th, 2020. So it's number four, part four of Monica and Jess Love Therapy with Harry the Therapist. And that was the first episode I listened to. And I guess this is something that they do at the end of their podcast, or at least in this segment, where they do a weekly challenge, which I'm obsessed with and honestly might steal, even if I don't do it on the podcast. Um, which I don't see, honestly, like I don't want to steal their creative thing, but it just inspired me. So like, if you don't, if I don't do it, you should go listen to them do it because I feel like some of the challenges are really hard, but also really good. So I said that I was going to do one of these challenges and the challenge on that episode was to find, um, or what I took from the episode at least was to find uh, the patterns that you're recycling through, right? Because the idea is that you 
keep living the same patterns. And we know this, we experience this. I feel like everyone does. That's all being a human is, is going through the same cycles until you finally decide, hey, um, I've had quite enough of this. Lesson learned, message received, universe, I got it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And then we break that pattern. And I was actually listening to another episode of Armchair Expert this morning. And it had Dr. Drew on there. And he was talking about basically the same thing. It kind of had a lot of overlap with the conversation with Harry the Therapist, um, which I thought it was going to have his whole name. I looked up all that stuff to look up Harry the Therapist, really. But anyway, so now you know which episode to listen to. So the whole point of this is Dr. Drew says that you can break these habits by getting a secure attachment style. And I kind of combined the two things, but they said to go through each you know, partner in your life or pattern in your life, whatever it is that you're looking at. I specifically chose to go through my partners in my relationship because that seems to be what I'm struggling with the most. So I'm going to pull out my little list here. I've done these gentlemen the favor of keeping them anonymous. So you're welcome, men of my life. Um, And I'm just going to call them like guy number one, guy number two, guy number three, guy number four. And I did four because those are like the main ones that I'm kind of like dealing with um, I don't know, the trauma of every day. Like these are the ones I'm still kind of trying to heal from or, you know, I'm still active in these relationships. So I wonder which way is best to do this. I'll go through each of them, but honestly, first I want to tell you what I found. That's what I'll do. I'm going through because I do have a little bit of notes. I have written down the percentages because they said to look for patterns right so I went through in true Virgo style and OCD I color coordinated everything and I looked at the percentages and was like holy shit out of these four guys this is what I came up with and these are just the ones that are 50 percent and up okay most of them were all exactly the same so we'll start with the smallest deep soul connection only 50 percent so two of these guys I feel like have like touched my soul um and if you know me you know which one so whatever um and then we'll move up to 75 percent. so three out of four guys uh we had a similar sense of humor I tried to put that in because it's good and I tried to take away from some of the heat that I was feeling when I looked because let me tell you something you know your patterns but physically putting it on paper truly does something to put it into perspective (laughs) because I mean when I'm looking at it I was like oh fuck let me just read you the list 75% similar sense of humor so that's a good one triggers insecurity three out of four major men in my life trigger my insecurities uh trigger abandonment issues 75% and if we're being honest probably 100% but one of them isn't very serious so I'm not very like invested in it so I think that kind of skewed it a little bit But yeah, abandonment issues is like my number one struggle in a relationship or any relationship, honestly. Uh, 75% of them trust was betrayed. And actually, well, no, yeah, just three, just three, because one of them, but one of them bailed before he had the chance. So like, honestly, probably, you know, Um, and then we go up to 100%, four out of four, okay, had an avoidant attachment style were inconsistent and were emotionally unavailable. Now, let me just say again, looking at it on paper was hard, but now I know what I'm looking for. And I knew that like stability is the gist 
of what I need in a man. Like if we're just putting it all, like wrapping it up in a big bow, we can just tie it up under the umbrella of stability. <clears throat> Excuse me. And being able to count on someone, you know, being able to trust them. These are all major things that seem like they should be happening in any relationship. However, I have in front of me the last 10 years of my life, these relationships and men that I've been involved with and I'm looking at it and like, all right, let me just read you the list. Okay, guy number one, emotionally detached slash unavailable, different love languages, inconsistent, avoidant attachment, similar sense of humor, gaslighter, triggers insecurities, triggers imposter syndrome, trust was betrayed. Now, sure, there are good parts of all of these relationships, but I'm not looking for the happy pattern, right? I'm looking for the pattern that I want to break. So it's like finding the glitches, you know, I have to go through and basically like take the emotion out of it, analyze this data and look at how many blue highlighted things I have. Oh, it's in all four of them. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Green, emotionally closed off, yep, all of them. Like it, and I just look through and like, okay, yeah, and then this, this, this makes sense. I, I see it now. And um, that's what they talked about on Armchair Expert as well, is like seeing it and implementing it are two different things. Lots of people see it. Being self-aware is, you know, a lot of us, myself included, pride ourselves on being self-aware. However, all that means is that you are consciously going through these fucking patterns and you don't even get the perk for the benefit of not realizing it, of being naive to the whole thing. Because there are people out there who are like, well, why is this happening to me? And just don't get it. But I honestly feel like, you know, living in ignorance is nice sometimes. And I'm just here like knowing like, okay, well, you're, you know, you're dating your dad. Let's, let's be honest. You're looking at the same relationships that you have been experiencing since you were three years old, you know, and it's easy to say, but for me to put it into action means, first of all, getting rid of all of those insecurities that I have. Well, not necessarily all of them, but working towards getting rid of them. And that's working towards a secure attachment style. So that's step number one. Um, feeling like I'm worthy, like all of that is going to have to come, right? So I know that I need to work through these patterns of the bad things. Um, let me move to guy number two, because I feel like I'm, I'm spreading myself all over the place and I don't have an outline. So I'm, I, I'm like kind of freaking out, but I don't want this to get away from me. So you guys just bear with me. Um, okay. Guy number two, same love languages. That was a huge win. Uh, that I know, I know with everything in me because guy number one didn't have the same love language. And I've been with a couple of guys, I guess, who didn't. But to have the exact, almost the exact same love language chart with someone, oh, was just impeccable. Uh, but still, number two, emotionally closed off. So, <laughs> you know, physical was great. We had the same love languages, which was physical touch. And then there's the closed off emotions. So mm, that's a, that's, that's a pattern too. I guess I can add that to the fucking list. So then we have, you know, avoidant attachment, um, exact same sense of humor. That was something that came up. I think like 75%, right? Because one of the guys, again, we don't have much in common, which is why he works so well for what he is in my life, right? We're just kind of like, but it's been, I mean, it's been a, a I won't, I won't put a timestamp on it. 
but it's been a long time. I'm talking about like almost celebrate, celebrating anniversaries of this guy being consistently in my life as nothing more than someone to be with physically. And it's fine, I guess, but he's the only one who breaks the pattern, right? So he kind of is like the wild um, the wild card in this because he breaks the pattern and he kind of takes my percentages down, but it's only because I'm not really interested in him. I'm just doing physical things with him. I'm having breakthroughs as I'm talking about this. Like, as I say, I'm like, wow, holy shit, that is true. That's true. Okay, um, deep soul connection. Again, that was only two of them. Opened up to me because he felt safe. Um, and that's two of them. The two that I felt a deep soul connection with, ironically, now that I'm looking at it. This, you guys, this exercise is actually so helpful. I so recommend that everyone do this, please. Um, inconsistent, triggers abandonment issue, and trust was betrayed. Okay, the third guy, absolutely no roots, right? He is just a traveling gypsy. He just wanders around. That's great for some people. However, I'm an earth sign. I like to, you know, put my feet firmly on the ground. Actually, and we were, my friend was talking about this the other day. She said that she, um, this is kind of off subject, but I'll get back to it. She said that she feels like a kite that needs to be tied down to the ground. And, you know, she's a Pisces. She's all just like emotions and daydreams and whatever. And she says that she always feels like she needs to be grounded. Whereas I am grounded but I'm, it's not better. I'm on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. I've just slingshot in the other direction because I'm not just on the ground. I'm like under the ground. Like I'm not coming up for air. I'm in one of those fucking bunkers. I can't remember what the name of the movie was. Was it Blast from the Past? Where they do like the atomic bomb shelter. It's got Brendan Fraser in it. That's an amazing movie. But that's what I picture. Like me being in, I'm in my safe little cave where I don't have to feel things or experience emotions. It's down here and I don't have to worry about people running from me because I'm down here by myself so I emotionally close oh shit oh shit oh shit I'm emotionally closed off <laughs> you guys what is happening I'm learning this in real time with you see this is the problem with not doing an outline I'm just talking my stuff out and I'm like this is a basically a therapy session that I'm just gonna published to the entire globe like people all people in fucking Italy are listening to this you know and it's just like which is weird that there are people who would listen to my trauma but again united in trauma like you guys have the same thing y'all may not have the exact same patterns specifically for me but y'all are going to have repeating patterns in your life unless you are in a completely secure attachment style 100 like confident which let's be real probably doesn't happen very often and if you do have all that shit together fucking call me up because i want to know okay so oh, they open up to me because they feel safe right i trigger the or they trigger my abandonment issues trigger security same sense of humor it's basically the same thing and then guy number four emotionally disconnected i put it twice emotionally disconnected and no emotional connection both in green just because to really drive it home like yeah you said it twice He's, there is no emotional connection i, I got it Okay, uh, number two doesn't want anything serious, you know, same thing. Russell was betrayed because, you know, um, everyone has mistakes. And then um, triggers insecurity because he's hot as fuck. He has like a 12 pack and oh my God, but also he makes me feel really good because he celebrates my body. So like, that's another story. But when I looked like in this exercise, doing this exercise, when I really looked at it on paper, I was able to see, and I, it's something that I can, 
write down and really like reflect on and notice these patterns and kind of keep it to the front of my brain so that I'm sorry I literally just paused because I looked up and I was like holy shit please fucking say I'm recording but I am thank god oh my god that's what the pause was my heart was dropping into my asshole because I thought I wasn't recording I would have I don't know what I would have done because it's been hard enough let me just have a moment of vulnerability and then we'll get back to this list thing this challenge because I really want y'all to do it but it has been very hard for me to get to this microphone and I am not posting this video on YouTube because the pressure of trying to look cute and like when I'm looking I'm like I don't really know why I don't want people to see me this way but I'm just wearing I'm wearing like a big fuzzy poncho I'm just trying to be comfortable but I've had this like weird anxiety I feel like I, like I said I feel like I need to be perfect and I need to have this perfect content and I struggle with this all the time as soon as I put content out I'm like okay that's fine and then as soon as I get ready to do it again this battle opens back up. And again, we're talking about repeating patterns. That's a repeating pattern for me. And I'm just going to keep showing up and trying my best. <laughs> I'm just going to keep trying my best. Y'all, I really felt like I was going to cry just then. Like I really am. I don't want this to be like a woe is me thing, but like this week really kicked me in the dick. Like it was a rough week and I have honestly struggled. Like I, I the other day, something sent me off first thing in the morning. It was a man um, and I let him get the best of me because, you know, I wasn't in control of my feelings. Let's be real. He triggered me, not because of what he did, but because of how I took it. Okay. And I mean, I'm not saying he was in the right, but like, I'm only responsible for my actions and that's how I'm looking at things now. So despite what he did, I had it in my, um, it was my responsibility to handle things from there. And he said something that made me I mean, I won't take away from it to my core shook me. Like as soon as he left, this is my, the father of my child who can get to me. Like no one else in the entire world can get to me. Like he could have his own little section about how he gets under my skin, but we were sent into this world together to trigger each other and create the perfect child. And we've done both so flawlessly so you know he comes over and I feel that moment of like I can feel it getting away from me and my kid is sitting there and again this is nothing huge but it's something that triggered me and then I told him because I'm trying to be kumbaya I was like okay to be honest with you what you're saying is kind of triggering me like I, I it's giving me this weird physical reaction I don't like it and this is my way of communicating to him like hey you need to stop or you need to just leave like we do this every time we switch our son off you know when he's going with me you're going with him we do this every time we know that we can't be around each other for that long because we we fight every time right so he pisses me off and then I tell him and then we go through that whole cycle of you're too sensitive you know, now you can guess which one is the gaslighter, <laughs> kind of, or whatever. Um, and, you know, whatever. So the point of the story is I went through all of that and I, I was big mad when he left. And when he left, I closed the door and I just screamed, like literally covered my mouth and just screamed at the top of my lungs. And it was very freeing. And I said, I'm going to go do my yoga now because I hadn't done it yet. And I did not feel properly equipped for the day. So whereas that would have ruined my day um, a few months ago, I was like, I'm not going to let this ruin my day. I'm going to restart. And I did. And I did yoga 
And then I went to work and I was like, this is going to be a fantastic day. And I thought I had turned my day around. And then I got smashed in the face with more bad news and then smashed in the face with more bad news the next day. And it's just hit after hit after hit. And I was telling my friend, like, and this is just me being honest with you guys. Like, I feel like I'm taking one step forward and eight steps back. Why the fuck is this so hard? Like, I have dealt with hard shit before, but oh my God, we're not going to get a fucking break, you know? And, and I know, again, implementing and knowing are two different things. I know that right before something really good happens, a lot of really bad shit happens, right? Like it's the universe just pumps it out to be like, okay, you better, we're going to see how bad you really want this, right? So that's what I'm going through right now. And it's just been tough. And talking about looking at it on here, you can see, I mean, I'm very clearly anxious attachment style, right? But and we talked about that on an episode too. If you're interested, if this is, I don't know if you've listened before, but if this is one of your first listens and you haven't heard the attachment style episodes, go back and listen because they have honestly changed my life knowing attachment styles of people. Um, but looking at this, like inconsistent, emotionally unavailable, all of these things are things that I am repeatedly putting myself through, right? And I'm anxious. So I'm, I'm struggling with all of this, but I, like I said, this is not just in my relationships. This is also in my friendships that, you know, I just, the stars have aligned and the universe wants me to be alone and work on my shit. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I'm just kicking and screaming the entire way and resistance leads to more suffering. And I know this too. Like I got all the tools. I'm just trying to implement them. And I did like the way that I, the way that I handled um, the situation the other day with my ex, I, I, I did well compared to how I would have done in the past. So I'm giving myself some grace by saying like, yeah, uh, this was not a small thing that I was overreacting about. This was something that triggered me to my core. And when I tried to speak out about it, I was met with uh, hostility and aggression and blaming and that's another thing, like we were not, you know, we, we, we don't, we're just, we're not supposed to be together. Long story short, again, you know, we we're here to trigger each other and make a perfect kid. And that's what we did. So it's fine, you know, but I'm, that's a relationship that I'm working on too. And I'm working on trying to take a breath and respond more slowly. Whereas before it might've been more calculated it was like okay I'm gonna take my time and figure out exactly how I'm going to deal with this that I can do the most destruction with you know just like how can I absolutely fucking obliterate them and I would come up with this whole like nine stage plan to just ruin their life and now it's like okay well like help and healing I'm trying to be positive but this is really fucking hard and I don't want to do it anymore and I'm second guessing everything fucking decision now I'm indecisive well I guess I've always been decisive but it is just heightened now and it really took me a moment yesterday to like it clicked in my head and I was like oh shit I'm depressed I'm depressed like that's what it is and I came to the realization and my anxiety has been back just tenfold what it was like back to the early days and it's just my body is reacting. And I'm like, yo, this, this shit is not going to fly because I've realized now that I can live without 
all of these, you know, anxieties and biting my fucking nails all day and my ears and my shoulders touching all day because, you know, I've got my shoulders up, my ears with anxiety, my back hurts, like all that, none of that. There will be none of that again, okay? So yes, I need to give myself grace and say, look how far you've come before you would have been like fashion headlights on a car, but you're not, you're growing and that's fine, right? Um, but this, I will get back to this and I'll wrap it up after this because honestly, I talked way longer than I thought I was going to. Um, but I kind of just roasted myself and put myself on blast for everyone. But that's what I'm here for. I like when people are open and vulnerable with me. And I want to share my story because I know that there are other people who feel this exact same way, even if it's different, you know, you might be the inconsistent person. So maybe you'll see a different perspective by hearing our point of view, right? That's the goal is to just kind of create a conversation. So my challenge to you today, and I'm going to name this episode the challenge because I was so inspired by Armchair Expert. Again, if you don't listen to it, go listen to it. I have only listened to like three or four episodes, but I'm hooked, you know, now. So um and then go through and make a list it can be good or bad things you know if it makes you feel better to do some good ones I just kind of was working towards eliminating the problem right I'm skipping the like happy stuff I'm like just dive right the fuck in which again is <laughs> another one of my you know trauma responses but um but make a list I did it and then color coordinated or honestly like that helped too and just kind of go through and look and see how much like oh shit there's a lot of green in here there's a lot of red in here you know and just kind of look and maybe you could do it like you know yellow for good things and red for bad things or whatever and just kind of see it's like a profile list as well but just looking at where those patterns are and recognizing them obviously is the first step to breaking them so now that I've got this, I feel like I made a long circle back to what I was talking about like 20 minutes ago. And now that I've got it on paper, I can look at it and say, okay, these are things that I attract or I have attracted. So when I meet a new guy, and one of the points that um, Harry, the therapist was saying was to take your time and to just slowly date because it weeds out a lot of this other bullshit and that you want to dump all of your trauma onto these people when you first meet them because it feels really good but you don't know if you're like aligned with them. That's a whole thing. Anyway, again, go listen to that episode. And now that I look at it, I'm going to know like consistency is the first thing that I'm looking for in a man. Stability is the first thing I'm looking for in a man. Um, Secure attachment style. Like that's who I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting a secure man who is consistent, who is emotionally available and all the other stuff, you know, we'll worry about that later. But one of the things that Dr. Drew said was like, if you're, you know, whatever you are, you're, if you're a lightning bolt, you attract that. And it's going to be really fun. Like these people, all these guys are really fun. We've had a lot of good moments with me, with all these guys have had some wild times. However, those are not the ones that last. Right. And I remember telling, actually telling one of these guys, like, I just want a stable guy. And he was like, honestly, you'd be bored. I was like, damn, which by the way, is like my greatest fear. So I was like, fuck, would I be bored? But I don't know if I would be because honestly, I'm 31 and I'm tired of the highs and lows. Like I can produce my own highs and lows and I will be happy. Like I, I will get a high when my podcast is in a new country or when I complete 30 day of yoga challenge, you know, or whatever it is. Like those are going to be my highs. My highs are not going to be based I'm telling myself, I'm trying to like, I'm looking at myself in the recording, basically like pointing my finger like, okay, like, hey, we're not basing our highs 
on the emotions of men, okay? Not anymore. We're not basing our highs and lows on the emotions of our partners, men, women, whatever. I'm not fucking doing it. I refuse. And I'm starting now, like I'm not bending over backwards for any of these people. Y'all get right or get left. As my amazing friend Lee says, I have adapted that fully into my life. Like get right or get left. I am on a train. I am moving. I'm going to, I got somewhere to be. So if you don't want to be on here, I don't have time to fucking wait. I can catch up with me. Catch the next train here. See you in five years. You know, whatever it is, I, I don't. I don't have time to waste anymore. So I'm, I'm. I wrote these patterns down. The next step is to integrate it and to see it and know next time I see someone who looks like a lot of fun because you know he moves to a new city every fucking three months. Let's just take a step back and say, hey. This guy's root chakra is probably a little out of whack. So that probably means everything else is out of whack. You know, you're zone one. If you're looking at, like Nate said, he calls them zones, things like that. So if you, you know, those things, same thing. If you, I have a friend who's in a cycle of dating narcissist and she just got, she's trapped in that cycle right now. So everyone she sees, and then her therapist told her, um, don't fall into the pattern of dating men basically that recreates your parents relationship i was like oh fuck. okay well yeah noted that too because hello 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 i'm dating my dad we've been through this like freud was wrong about a lot of stuff probably but he you know he wasn't off with some stuff you do tend to date your parents like not in a weird gross way but you know what i mean you find those characteristics but and bad and you cling to that and he talks about that on the episode um in depth like there's a lot that you can do it but again I'm not a certified psychiatrist I'm just giving y'all my experience from uh what I'm doing to learn and grow so try this challenge if you do it send it to me you guys I have a lot of listeners um but I don't I really don't get in contact with anyone like my friends who I see every day will talk but there are people who I want to hear your stories I want to hear like I and I'm, I'm trying to keep it from me being like validation. Like I need your validation, but I want to know what you guys are struggling with and what resonates y'all share, you know, share this with your friends and do things like that. And tag me, tag me in any social media. Um, I'm on TikTok at Becca.Bitopedia. That's TikTok. Twitter is at BeccaJ underscore 34. Um, and then at Bitchopedia Pod is the podcast Twitter, which I'm going to be honest, don't use as much as I should. I haven't updated in a long time. Um, but I will start if you guys want to like send me a message. You can email me. You can do any of this stuff. Just reach out to me or DM me, whatever. Reach out to me and share your story. Share your struggle. Tell me if you do this challenge, tell me how it went for you. And if you found anything, you know, I want to hear from you guys. So that is something also I'm going to work on trying to cultivate this kind of community. Um, and I need you guys to help me with that because I want y'all to, I want to hear, because like I said, I'm very stuck in a space of being alone. All of my friends are very avoidant at every relationship in my life. So now it feels like there's just this giant um, chunk of time where everyone's doing their own thing and I'm just stuck here by myself dealing with my problems and it's scary and it's new and it's 
kind of fun. I don't know. Like I am when I, well, once I get through it, I'm like, yeah, that was fine. You know, but it's like, fuck. That's not what you were saying two weeks ago because you said this was terrible and you wanted to check out, you know, like, oh, it's just, a, it's a, it's a daily struggle. But anyway, we're all here together and reach out to me. Um, if you want to share your story, I would love to, if you have any ideas that you want to hear podcasts about, or if you have any guests, any friends that you know that you want to be on the podcast, send them to me. Like I'm looking for ideas and I want to try new things out. I want to like kind of tinker with the formula a little bit. So if you like the mini sods, let me know. If you like the longer ones, let me know. If you want more episodes a week or fewer episodes a week, let me know. You know, I'm here to serve the people. So y'all, I want to hear back from you. So reach out to me, take this challenge and just really do your best. Take some time to meditate before and just kind of get yourself together and then make the list and look at it and see what areas you can work on to move towards those secure attachment styles and those secure relationships. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you for giving me your time. Um, I will be back. I don't even know. I'll be back at some point. I've got some smaller ones planned and I've got some bigger episodes planned. So again, just reach out to me and until next time, I will see you guys later. Bye.